Well, we've talked about God's redemptive plan even when we do things not the right way. And here's another great example of that. Genesis 29 through 30 is Jacob marrying not one woman, but two, Rachel and Leah. And we see here um, Jacob trying to presume God's will because there are a lot of similarities between Jacob seeing Rachel and Eleazar, uh, Abraham's servant, seeing Rebekah. But the difference here is that Jacob um, does not pray to God. There is no question about God. And he is being led not by his faith, but by his sight. He sees Rachel as being pretty, as being beautiful. Um, and Leah, verse 17, it, uh, her eyes were weak. So either that means that she's blind or some people have said that she was weak to the eyes um, in that Rachel was more beautiful and Leah wasn't. But either way, we understand that Jacob's love for Rachel, unlike Isaac's love for Rebecca, which was covenantal, right? Because he loved her without seeing her. Um, this is uh, contractual and it's very contractual, in fact, because that is the way that he seeks to get um, Rachel. I think uh, it's interesting that um, he just offers to work for Rachel. Um, when Eleazar understood, I'm asking, right? Like, I'm asking because I believe in God's grace. Uh, and Jacob works for it. Um, even though, and remember this, he just left his father who thought he was about to die. Uh, and that's a similar situation with Abraham. And so Eliezer was like, we got to get back. We got to get back ASAP because Abraham's about to die. Jacob does not feel that urgency. Uh, and yet, even in this mistake, and he sleeps with the wrong woman the first night. Now, uh, some context, right? It was a lot darker back then, you know. If you're in a tent, you got no candles, uh, and so the night times were darker. There wasn't as much ambient light. Maybe he was drunk. I'm gonna assume he was drunk uh, because they just had a, f a feast, right, for the wedding. Um, and so Laban also tricks him, and Rachel and Leah. We see here um, being the pawns in this and yet as well buying into this because in chapter 30 they end up with this uh marriage uh child battle <laughs> like who's gonna have the most sons or who's gonna have the sons that's loved the most and i think that one we see leah and rachel actually are two of the people that evolve the most in their understanding of God. We see this in the names that Leah gives her children, uh, that she seems to get a better understanding of her relationship with God. We see Rachel uh, in her barrenness also understanding these things. Uh, and Bilhah and Zilpah, the, the, the two maidservants as well. Um, I think that for me, one of the things to note is who the children are. So whereas Rachel will be giving birth to Joseph, um, who will become the agent of their immediate salvation, right, uh, very soon, it is Leah, actually, who will give birth to both Judah and Levi, the priests and the king, Jesus being from the tribe of Judah. I don't think that that's an accident. Well, I don't think anything in the Bible is an accident. I think that God's redemptive plan, um, and I, you know, I go a little bit out on a limb for this, was 
I think that Jacob was supposed to marry Leah. Um, that's just my thing. I think that Jacob was supposed to marry Leah because of the children that she has. And yet even again in his sin and in Laban's sin and God redeems and God's plan persists. And from Rachel and Leah's perspective, as we're looking for, at them as women, I think that for them, they are growing in the Lord in a way that Jacob isn't quite, that he's not going to actually until uh, he encounters God face to face. And so in many ways, I think that right here, we do see Rachel and Leah's, uh, and specifically Leah's um, faith as being of better response to God's circumstances. I think we a lot of times assume that there are certain circumstances that build faith, and those tend to be good ones in our prejudice, and that there are ones that test our faith, which are bad circumstances. And here, Rachel and Leah are kind of not in a greatest circumstance. I mean, it's ambiguous. And yet, their faith grows, and their understanding grows. Even in their own mistakes, and even in their confusion, it grows.